You're listening to Wisdom of the Ages, the show that taps into the many expressions of universal, ancestral and personal wisdom to ignite evolutionary consciousness. Welcome and blessings. This is Anne Kate Sullivan, host of Wisdom of the Ages, and I'm also the author of the Legends of the Grail series for those who seek the grail, the inner wholeness. My favorite archetype is the Lady of the Lake. She's got many faces, some say nine, some say more, and she might just appear today in these episodes. So I am actually excited about this. So this is a sec- the second episode and a series of dialogues. You can listen to this one or you can go back and listen to the other one. The order doesn't matter, but you might have some fun with this. It's on the magic of color and how color works as a gateway to our superpowers. So superpowers, if you notice, we're on the superpower network and we know that superpowers are real, but how do we get there? You know, we see it in, in, uh, you know, Superman and Spider-Man and Catwoman and, but we know deep within ourselves that each of us does have this magic. And how do we return to that? And, you know, it might be that the first step is to play like a child, just play like a child and open up because there's some presents coming for the holidays. <laughs> so I am delighted today to welcome Leslie Sloan. She's a amazing intuitive. She's the person I call when I need a little tune in. And I really recommend a reading with her. She's she's amazing. And her website is leslysloanintuitive.com. There's a link and I'll have her spell it out in a little bit. But we had a lot of fun talking about in the previous episode on intuition, how you awaken your intuition, why it's important, how you work with it and how she uses color. I also use color to open the intuition in a way that's very real and grounded. And um, yeah, we need that. We need a, some sort of holding as we're awakening. So we always have a blast and um, yeah, maybe we'll do a few more. These are, these are really fun. So today we're going to delve into the colors, black, white, and silver. And a lot of people are frightened of black, but there's a lot of power in black in the luminous black in the nighttime sky of the unconscious that Jung talks about. And also in Kabbalah, it's Bina, it's the divine mother. So the black is pretty wonderful, juicy color and white, which we know about, but you can get a lot of not only wonderful things with the white and goodness and all sorts of super archetypes and saints and angels and so forth, but you also get duality and challenge. We can be challenged in the white. So we're going to find out a little bit more about that and then delve into silver. Now, silver in Gaelic is Argante and Argante is one of the ladies of the lake. So today I think we're going to speak a little bit about Argante, who's our guideway to silver, and also Morgan and Nimue, who dance with the black and the white. These are characters, Morgan was originally uh, an earth goddess like Gaia and um, the earth mother, but she over time becomes twisted and distorted just as the feminine was over time, and she becomes Morgan Le Fay, the evil sorceress. So we might explore how that archetype might work within us and how we heal that archetype or how she can act as a healer. And the same with Nimue, who has to divide herself in half in order to survive and then has to go on her own quest for wholeness. So I I really go into that in my novel, Nimue Freeing Merlin. So if you'd like to read that over the holidays, it's a fun read. And it's also on Audible. 
So nimbly freeing Merlin. Yes. Now these characters, ladies of the lake were written about mostly in Wales, also France around the fifth century later in France, but in, in Wales, it was the fifth century AD after the Romans had come. So the stories are more ancient, but that's when we know about them mostly arising out of the Mabagion. Now in, in uh, if you look in, in the mirror, we're going to talk a lot about mirrors in this episode. And in this one, Isis would be the fifth dynasty. So this is going back uh, you know, into the BC. So we're going back 2000 years and even earlier uh, BC or BCE. So she's also a healer. And how do these mirror each other? How do these ladies know how to put pieces back together again and heal the split of our own psyche soul? Okay, so I'm going to take a quick ad break. And when we get back, I will introduce Leslie Sloan and we'll talk about the magic of color. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi everyone, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. So welcome back. To Wisdom of the Ages. This is your host, Anne Kate Sullivan, and today we're discussing the magic of color. And if you love this dialogue, go back and listen to the previous one, which is called Intuition. And there are many, many more that this that any kind of sacred or spiritual realm you want to dive into, there's probably an episode on it. Just go to superpowerexperts.com slash wisdom of the ages. So today we're speaking with brilliant guest Leslie Sloan. Hello, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me back. It's always so much fun. Well, <laughs> I was having such a good time last time. I was like, oh, we can't just stop here. We we have, to, you know, <laughs> I mean, especially because the holidays are coming up and how many of us feel, start to feel, I mean, we think we're enlightened and then we go home and we're sitting on our family table and all of the old dynamics of the inner child come up. <laughs> you know, oh, absolutely. We, we figure out what's still wounded and not healed. And, we, and we're like, oh, you know, so this, I think one thing that we can really embrace here is if we find a little wounded part that's starting to peep, peep and speak, <laughs> we can go, well, another little bit of work we can do. It's right? Really, it's another gem that shows up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Are you kidding? It's like, you Will you be available on December 25th? (laughs) Well, that's your birthday. Well, yes. Yeah, so I know you won't, but I'll save it for the 25th. You know, it's true because all of a sudden everybody, you know, you you find yourself, even if you're you're hiding it and you're thinking, oh, no, I'm just going to be filled with joy and and all this stuff and all of a sudden it's you know whether you're on the plane or you're in the car and it starts creeping in you're going and you're getting closer and closer to the destination where all the family is going to be and your skin starts to tighten your your (laughs) breath starts to get constricted what's going on here 
That's so true because, you know, our mature conscious self that's done all of these years of work is fine. That part's fine. We've found the Holy Grail. We're whole. And then somehow in that wholeness and, I, you know, and some, some family reunions are just great. I mean, I've been to some that are so loving and sweet and fulfilling. And I've been to some that are just absolutely horrible, <laughs> full tilt drama. And, you know, so I, I was thinking it might be fun in this episode to begin to explore. I mean, maybe we'll do a little, maybe one episode just totally on this, you know, just like red and green, the Christmas holiday kind of thing, but, um, or the holiday spirit there. Um, how, you know, I mean, the holidays go on for a while. I mean, we're right. We're, we're into this now, and then we're going to be into this new year. And how do you use color? to open the doorways to your superpowers? <laughs> it's, a big, it's a deep question. This is like the lake, right? <laughs> okay, so yeah, because when you want, okay, when you're looking at opening up your superpowers, first of all, you're looking for clarity. You want to be crystal clear about your opening and who do you call upon? Mm of the lake mm-hmm. because the lady of the lake is she's the sparkly essence on all sides of this clarifying of the dimensional us those the levels of us that need to be danced with that need to be faced and when when she rises and you know and, and you're looking at when she rises out of the leg and she has excalibur but excalibur is silver you have you when you look at the blade you can see yourself through that blade and that blade is cutting through the illusion and handing the absolute truth mm-hmm. it's absolute truth so when she comes up and she whether she has you Above her, as she's bringing you back through the rebirthing process of discovering and in full clarity and full awakening of who you are, or she is bringing up the mirror, she's helping you to see the ultimate truth about yourself. That's the white. That is, that's the white. You are in absolute clarity, which means also this white when you're in that clarity, as we know, because we've experienced this, is it helps you to, to dissolve the pain, the pain structure inside, the waters inside that have been distorted, uh, cause separation. Yeah, it feels like that sometimes when you, when somebody says something and there's a trigger and all of a sudden you get a twist. Now, now, I've always thought that the archetype of Morgan, Morgan, who becomes Morgan Le Fay, was very interesting because Morgan was originally a an earth goddess. She was Gaia. She was the earth mother. And then over time, uh, you know, with the coming of the changing of the ages and moving more into a patriarchal age and, and being confined by religion, actually, um, she gets twisted into this evil, evil twin of author. So they, in a way they get divided. Author becomes, King Author becomes the light, the goodness. He's everything that's good and merciful and true and loving. And she becomes everything that's dark and twisted and full of loathing and malevolence and all of this. Now, what's interesting is both of those archetypes 
are linked to the same soul group and the same spirit. But what, what would cause Lady of the Lake to twist and, and suddenly be speaking things that maybe she doesn't even really mean? What would cause that? Well, you know, I'm I'm looking at it, and this is so it's so perfect and it's so clear. Is uh, the when I was uh, talking about the movie Maleficent because she was she was a very loving loving being. Now everyone has a shadow side, everyone because you cannot have the yin without the yang. There it there it is, unless you're in perfect luminosity which most are not, which is what this is. The journey is to go into that place of, of crystallizing the oneness, crystallization of the oneness inside of us, the all knowing and no neutrality all the way around. But she was very sweet that most of her that was shown, it was very sweet. But the minute she was criticized, the minute she was judged, the minute that she was misunderstood and no one cared to understand her, she felt abandoned and lost and despondent and grief-stricken. It was like an arrow going into her heart. And with that, she became the dark because that was what what brought through that anger, even you want to say hatred for humankind, because she was being treated so badly, and she had never treated anybody like that in her life. So she was then going through the the, the shadow, and thrown into the shadow, mm-hmm. uh, through the pain. And so this is what what uh, we know can happen when you have these you know, these beautiful beings that come in and when you have and we've all experienced this when you have daggers upon daggers upon daggers thrown at you whether it's emotionally mentally spiritually or physically you're going to react at some point because it's a repetitive action it's a repetitive motion and you don't get any break and when that happens then you become what they're telling you that they think you are through their own paradigm Mm-hmm. And that's the journey back into wholeness is, first of all, how can I get back there? Am I aware of why this happened to me? I just know I'm angry. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm angry. So how can I get back? And this is part of the, the journey of the goddess is to find her center, to find her unconditional love, to find that place of joy and unification in which she can then mirror that out to others. I remember, I can't remember the year, but you and I went to Switzerland to teach a color class. And we went into this wonderful church. I think it was a Lutheran church that had a stained glass window of faces, black and black faces. They were all black faces, but in between all of these profiles were grails. They look like grails. And so each of these people coming together actually were creating a grail. And I was so struck by that. That was actually the beginning of my novel, Nimue Freeing Merlin, which uh, you've read and, and oh, it's, it's you might even appear in it. I, you know, <laughs> magical, 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 magical. Yes, I think I did. <laughs> so I was really struck by that because, because I think sometimes if we feel misunderstood, uh, and it can, and they're more and more extremes. There's one thing where it's like, oh, they just don't know what I'm talking about. And then there's another one where you feel really misunderstood and you start to splinter off from yourself. And it can get so bad that you can turn into a terrorist. Like that's the worst. That's the worst of the worst, right? So what we want to do is we want to find our wholeness. So, so there's no inner terrorist acting out, right? So we want to find this always return to our heart 
So if there are two places that are split off, this white and the black, we find the silver. Yes? Mm-hmm. The beautiful silver. Absolutely. And, and you know, the, it, interesting, um, even in uh, working with, you know, with, with musical notes, with colors, with uh, forms and shapes, um, in order for, we know in frequency work, Mm. In order for the frequencies to really take hold in the cells and change the dynamic, change the consciousness of the cells, which change the thought forms, which change uh, the physical health and well-being, all of it. You need two different, like two pillars. You need two different levels of frequencies, one on either side to communicate. And this is, and here we have the black and the white, which creates the silver thread, right? It's two different consciousness that that are coming together through the alchemy. They create something on a different level, mm-hmm. in which the transformation is allowed and, and and is open to occur. Whereas just with one or the other, that kind of transformation wouldn't occur. Yeah. Well, and you know, looking at the history of humanity, the feminine was cut out, uh, you know, and, and I think, I mean, there's a terrible history of burnings and torture and, and, uh, and so when, when I find, I mean, one of the things that I love about Lady of the Lake is she, you can never really confine her to a religious structure. She's so mysterious that she can always, she might support what whoever's in power, whichever king is in power or queen is in power by giving them sort of the magical implements that they need, their superpowers, but you can't catch her. You can't catch her in a system. She's, she is free to move between the realms. Mm -hmm. And that was one thing I really love about Argante, you know, the silver, you usually see her with her silver hand coming through the lake and she's got author's sword Excalibur but you but she might for for somebody else if we did a meditation she might have a mirror she might have a fairy grail or she might have the holy grail or she might have a spear she might have she might have a whole variety of of gifts for you that lives there in the unconscious mm-hmm. so how like if somebody came to you let's say that they had a wound that they were working on and they were having this is a really hard time with it. Like, I just can't, this is just, how, what would you have them do? Would you have them select colors or what would you do? Yeah. I, that's the, the first thing, because I, I want to, con- I want them to connect to mm-hmm. um, the, not only the, 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 the colors, but where is it lodged inside of them? Where? Mm-hmm. Because we have, of course, and we know this goes back in Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine and, and so many other, you know, ancient cultures, is that we are organs. Each of our organs carries uh, a consciousness and it will contain certain emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll hold, you know, grief, disappointment, sadness in the lungs. Mm-hmm. Um, we, can, we can hold uh, betrayal abandonment, all that in the sacral, uh, emotional trauma, shock, all of that stuff. So, so just to, you know, and, and, uh, and also emotional um, traumas and, and, you know, heartbreaks and 
all that in the, the heart or the higher heart, you know, in the Anandakana Center, which would be turquoise, just under the right clavicle. So, so it's good to understand where are these things being held? Where are you physically? Because most of the people that that do come to me, whether it's just for, you know, like you said, everyday things, uh, what do I make a decision about here? Or how do I do this? Or is it a physical pain? Is it an emotional pain? Why am I having migraines? Why am Why is my stomach hurt? Why am I going numb? Mm-hmm. Well, let's take a look at that. And let's see, l- let's allow this story to unfold and see where it's taking you. And, you know, the other thing, uh, what I, because I'll, you know, you know, both of us, we read dimensionally, but when I look at the oracles, I'm looking at also the images. So you have the story of the human condition and then you flip it over and you have a mandala, which bypasses the conscious mind. So Wait, I'm going to stop you for a second there. I don't know if my readers or listeners know about your oracles. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> because this is, this is how I'm right. um, the, the, the oracles basically, they, they look like cards, they're portals of light that are feeling cards. These are feeling cards. And, and it took many, many years to encode and embed sound, color, light, and sacred geometries, everything that is, that we know now science has proven in our DNA. So we react upon sight when we, when we look at these particular um, pieces there are 56 in the deck and uh and when you have them uh, in your on your premise then i have you choose from there but if not then i have orbs that on the the, the website that i have everybody choose quickly which are in alignment with these the, the oracle healing cards and then their then their language begins to come out so a story unfolds right in front of us and and I want to see where in the body, you know, these energies are sitting. Where is the light and where is the shadow? What is it that that is causing the pain to come out? What is causing the discomfort? Mm-hmm. And where is it? And how? What does it look like inside of you? How does it make you feel? Mm-hmm. And 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 this is where I also have uh, I have gazing sessions uh, with the oracles, and I have them write down what it is that they're feeling as they go deeper because you could go as deep as you want because these are multidimensional. So these are actually pulling everybody inside of themselves because that's where the answers are. And and the, so we don't want to pull anybody out. We're, as you know, we pull everybody in. We want you to go inward and really become uh, in, in touch with your soul and the area of, of your body or the areas of your body that wish to speak to you, because this is where we're all, you know, consciously or unconsciously holding um, things that are distortions that have caused the split in us. Most likely when we were children, of course, we know, you know, other lifetimes for sure. But, but when we're children, I mean, you can imagine most of the, the unconscious things that we have that, you know, we live through our unconscious every day, we're repeating patterns that are we're creating our future from our past. So then we have to say, well, let's, let's get in touch with this. So I don't continue to create my future from my past. I'll share a little story about working with with you. So I, I had to have a surgery and I, I really wanted to just heal it. And the way that it was going, it wasn't going to just heal physically. So what I decided to do was go ahead and clear all the patterns so that when 
I came out of the surgery, I was set up to really heal and, and live from that point forward with a new pattern. And Leslie was very pivotal in helping me do that. And I really appreciate it. So thank you. It's, um, it's powerful work. And, um, and, you know, we need, especially you know, when we have something like a surgery or something like a, a deep illness or something happens that threatens our ability to move and act in the world or even our life. We want our team and actually up on crossing, we also want our sisters, you know, we want our sisters and brothers, ladies of the lake. I also love author and Merlin, (laughs) right? You know, these inner, these inner, our inner colors, our inner archetypes, we need, we need them with us when we return to the blessed aisle. So um, thank you for that, by the way. And I just, just, just for a minute, just if some if someone's going through something like that, how would they get in touch with you? What's your website? It is lesliesloanintuitive.com. And that's L-E-S-L-I-E-S-L-O-A-N-E intuitive.com. And I have also my cell number there. So anybody can get in touch with me. What about the oracles? Do you have a website for those? I do. It's Oracle Healing Cards. It's A-U-R-A-C-L-E healingcards.com and you can also get in touch with me through that Mm -hmm. we have uh, and you can see the gallery of oracles there's you know so many fun things so beautiful so colorful so yeah you have a a, um, you have either site um, you book sessions with me on my lesliesloanintuitive.com site and then you can purchase the oracles on the oracle healing card site or whatever You've done a really good job with the oracles of of explaining the different dimensions of color because it seems to me like just like they're nine ladies of the lake or ten or so, there are also those many dimensions with colors. And so you can be in the shadow side of a color, all of them. It's not like any color is right or wrong. It's like you can be in the shadow side of it or or the deficient side of it, or you can be in the more awakened side of it. And all of us go through this. This is all of us are on a grail journey, some people more consciously than others. And I think what I love about oracles is that this is a way that we can bring awareness into the colors. We can begin to develop a vocabulary around the colors because this isn't widely known. This is really mystery school information, but we can start to work with them as as portals to our soul because the ego is like just a little tiny part of the soul. But when we start to open this up and become this precious pearl, this holy grail that's connected to all that is, wow, it gets to be really fascinating, right? Oh, it's amazing because then your opalescence start coming out. It will start to come out and reveal itself. Mm-hmm. Because we have pearlescence, opalescence, iridescence. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> quintessence. <laughs> you talk about dimensions, you know, this is... And it's really beautiful because when you start to to dialogue through the colors of your choice, which is your truth, and this is the sound that's coming out of you, then you begin to see over a period of time internally colors that you've never perceived before. It happens over a period of time. And it could be a month, it could be a day, it could be 10 years, but it begins to happen because you are activating and awakening the vibrations inside of you in which 
Well, we say, you know, you're talking about removing the mucky muck. When you start working with colors and you understand the vibrations and you let them, you bring them in internally, the dross that is covering your memories and your ability to illuminate is begins to melt because the heat from the fire of awakening at your speed, whatever it is that you choose to do. However, sometimes we know that the speed can accelerate and and it's because the soul is bypassing the ego at this point saying, okay, we're not going to go snail. It's not going to be snail trail anymore. Now we're going to go and we're going to blast off because you are really ready for this. You have internally asked for this. Your desire as a soul is to get to this level here. And in order to for us to get you here, we have to awaken at, at this stage and, and at this level. Mm-hmm. And we are never given anything, <clears throat> excuse me, that you can't handle. It's, it doesn't happen. I think it's really interesting, too, because I, I think I checked out every religion on the planet and all of them have something interesting. The Sufis mm-hmm. love the black, right? The Christians love the white, the, you know, all sorts of different things. And, um, you know, and I, and I'm in Buddha, Buddha, they tend to love the gold. And so each religion's bringing in something specific and sacred and wonderful. And not one of them has the whole picture. And what's really interesting is that when we allow these, the, the confines, I sort of feel it as a confine of a religious structure to, and I think sometimes we need the holding and that's fine. We need a holding for a while, but at a certain point in our awakening process, they can drop away because the flame in our heart is so strong that we're now, it's now direct knowing. So our, we begin to awaken to true nature and not only awaken to it, there's another level to it. When you begin to realize true nature, that is that you are true nature, that you are part of everything that exists in this world. And, and you know that you're doing it because it doesn't feel outside of you. It's something that happens inside of you and no one can take it away. You know, it's real. It's your wisdom. And, and it's not something that can be threatened or, or destroyed either. It's in fact eternal. So, so these colors are actually gateways to the eternal, whether it's the sort of Sufi black, like we were talking about the power of the, of the beloved, the expanded universe of the, of the loving luminous black, or is it the white, you know, is it more the sort of Christian Judeo Christian, I suppose, um, is it that sort of goodness and love, you know, are you going that direction, the Buddhist gold, you know, where you, the merging gold, where you become part of all that is, uh, you know, and there's not really, in Buddhism, it's interesting, there's not really God, there's just Buddha nature. So that's probably closest to to Buddhism. But what I love about this path, it's it's more of a, um, I would say it's more of a, a, a psychological, spiritual path that's just real. It's just right. about true nature. It's just about who you are. And what you're discovering, it's very, very accepting of everything, of the shadow, of the light, of the good. In fact, what we discover when we work like this, there are no bad parts at all. Even the parts that you think you're really, really shameful, you'd never share with anybody, they're not bad. They just got twisted somehow. They were misunderstood. And so the colors invite each of these aspects to unfurl. And and if we keep going to the higher dimensions of these colors, that's when we begin to tap into the superpowers. 
Okay, take it away. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and and when you think, where did the colors come from? Mm, well, <laughs> they came from divine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as I know, there is no judgment. There is no, um, oh, you should have done this better. You should have done that. And there's no shaming. There's that no, doesn't come from divine. It's no. not. That's well. That's um super ego, right? And that's right. Instead of superpower, it's a super ego, right? Right. I think that's an important point, Leslie. I'll just throw this in. I'll let you let you run with it. But the super ego, that inner critic, because that can get really loud during during holidays in particular, is is a structure of the ego. It's not real and it's not divine. I mean, it is. It seems real because it's got a strong psychic power. But what you actually have to do is kick it out because. You know, once we learn how to survive on the planet, don't run in front of a car or, you know, touch a hot plate, you don't need it. You don't actually need it anymore. And it's actually the main structure that keeps you from living in a state of realization. Yeah, that's, that's a, it's a hard, it's interesting because the ego is yellow and yellow is also about separation, right? It's about connection or separation, joy, or, you know, the lack of joy. And, um, and I know there's, there's a, there is a certain part of that ego. I mean, don't you don't you think that maybe that there's like a, a small part of that ego that we need to survive on Earth? Oh maybe. yeah, I mean, I think that's what the ego is created for. The ego is created so that we survive. It's for survival, and you don't want to get rid of your ego. But yeah. when but. when the ego taps into the colors. It realizes it's not a a deficient structure. It realizes it's a precious pearl. Oh, it's a precious and pearl. There's the magical child, right? This That's is right. the magical child that comes up mm-hmm. and and knows itself, knows its sound, knows its brilliance, and declares it furthermore. And this is what, you know, it's it's very interesting. And this is and we can see this when you have a child that comes and they're so excited. They just did their first drawing and they're so excited. Like, oh, <laughs> and this is the, this is the illumination, the inner illumination that we need to carry forward. And then we get judged. There's a point where we go, well, you know, that's, that, that's okay. Or, you know, I, there was a, there was a, a story with a, a, a gal um, who was talking about when she was little she would always make drawings and she put them together in a book. Actually, it was like a, a four inch thick book. And she, and she, and she wrote poems and she was uh, seven years old. She gave it to her mom to read. Mm. And a week went by and her mother never said anything. Mm-hmm. And she said, mom, 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 what did you think of my book? what did you think of my book? And oh. she said, and her mother said, I didn't understand any of it. I don't even know why you did it. And, and this was why she was having a block in creating this other book that is fabulous that, and it's unfolding now. But this is the kind of thing, you know, that stays with you. And mm-hmm. this is where the unconscious part comes in is you don't remember that you really until you do, until something like you were talking about triggers us. When someone says something or there's such a deep desire to awaken and what if what if you know she could have walked into a gallery that was filled with things that are created by children that show children and that could have been a trigger Mm -hmm. it could have been a trigger for her where she said 
oh my God, this is magical. This is beautiful. And then all of a sudden the memory comes back of what happened to her when she was little. Mm -hmm. You can't can't draw, you can't speak. You're silly, you're stupid, you're whatever, right? So we get labeled as something and we believe it when actually it probably isn't true. But that's when you have to get the sword from the lady of the lake and find out what the truth is. That's right. That's right. And, and, And that's exactly it because you need the mirror. You need someone who really understands that depth and that, that level of, of magic and who also is capable of seeing your magic to see you and to see your potential and hold that up in the mirror as the reflection Mm-hmm. So that you don't see the distortion, that you actually see the distortion being bypassed and you feel the potential and how it makes you feel, it, how it lights you up inside. Right. And a lot of times people will cry, right? Mm-hmm. They cry because they have they have overlooked this truth. They have they have bypassed the messages of their souls due to the paradigm that they have been living in due to, you know, being taught programs when they were little, which we all have. Mm -hmm. And so this is a very powerful tool and a very powerful group of beings to, to call in through the white and to have them bring up the, the, the silver, the silver in order to see really the depth of who we are through our own eyes and not have someone tell us who we are because this is how we got where we were in the first place. Yeah, I think that's why this work was originally done in mystery schools and it really is still done in mystery schools. Most most of it, the really deep work is still done in like the diamond approach, um, you know, the Ridwan school, the... um, or some, uh, some of these schools, mystery schools, and some of the goddess mystery schools also. Well, and the reason it's done in a mystery school, if you think that's like the Lady of the Lake's pool, right? <laughs> right, right, right. The reason, the reason is, is because you have holding. And like the reason King Arthur loves Merlin is because Merlin's magic. And he's the wise, the wise one who helps King Arthur until he's no longer needed, right? Eventually he leaves Camelot and and authors his full self. But sometimes in the very beginning, we do need a guide. We need somebody that's outside of us. We need somebody maybe to help us read or learn the colors or a, a teacher in the beginning. Not always, not everybody does, but some people do. And so that guidance, when you find someone, I, I remember my teacher, Dottie, though, when I, I found yeah. in my, in my twenties, you know, I, I thought she was the most magical person on the planet. You know, she was, I, I think she was I, well, now she's on the other absolutely. side. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she's in the other world waiting for us. But anyway, um, you know, what was so wonderful about that is she, I felt like when her hands would come over me, I felt held. I felt that pink love, that merging gold. I felt held. And in that safe, that safe, safe place, I could then explore what doesn't feel so safe inside. So I think that that, you know, and not only that, but also what my wonderful colors were, like both were happening. And so you also need holding while you just find your array, your array, your rainbow array. And 
after you have your personal discovery, it's yours. No one can take it away and you're free. You're sovereign. You can go do your own thing your own way, which I think we went through, didn't we? Absolutely. And, <laughs> oh, and you talk about mirrors. Absolutely. It was, you know, you were on me for years about making colors. Mm-hmm. I think it was a point every day you were saying, did you make them? Are you making them? What do you do? Are you making them? I'm like, no, not yet. And, you know, and, the, and here's another thing. This is another very important teaching is that we all have, as you know, our divine gifts. There is a blueprint that belongs to us just like snowflakes you know we're looking at silver and white and the snowflakes are all unique if you can think it's it's hard to wrap your head around the infinite uh, amount of snowflakes that come down and not one of them is the same and this of course was also shown by Dr. Emoto who died a couple of years ago who wrote uh, three books called the messages of water and they actually wanted to publish my books after he died Mm-hmm. And and I they wanted to change them. I said no because they were trying to change my blueprint. I said no, I, I can't do it. I love the work that you do, but it's 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 the 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 answer is still the same that comes out of what I've created with the Oracle Healing Cards. However, the um, method of delivery is different, and so I, I I lovingly turn them down. And you know when we are. We're looking at how unique we are and and to, to explore our gifts when we don't, hell breaks loose. And I think that, and, and that's just putting it mildly, you know, when we refuse to engage with the reason why we came here, then the universe is going to come down and we're going to experience it because we're not living up to our potential. We're not doing, we're not fulfilling what our destiny, we're not fulfilling what we're doing here. And so, uh, uh, yeah, I had to go through that because I was actually through, you know, um, uh, remembering other, other times of being here and, and really being, uh, to be honest, put to death with what I was bringing through to help humanity. And so this is something that I was I was absolutely fearful of. But there was a point where <laughs> so many things, catastrophes kept happening. I thought, you know, right, okay, I'm done. And I'm going to make my own colors. It's done. It's mm-hmm. done. And I did. And I loved it. And it was you, magic and alchemy. And oh, my God, it was incredible. It was incredible. So we've got to explore and be open to why we are here. What lights us up? What makes us just grin from ear to ear? What makes us giggle when we're not even trying to giggle? It, 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 this is this is the clue of our blueprint and, and what we're supposed to do to help humanity and what is going to bring us the, the most beautiful life not thinking that you're not going to have challenges because that's how we grow, right? We can't, we always have to have challenges. Otherwise we're never going to know what we're made of. Mm-hmm. And the world of dualism, that is true. I would say, you know, that's, I think that's why we have dual, the dual world, you know, sure. polish oh. our people. Mm-hmm. They're non-dual wor- worlds too, but we won't go into that just yet. No, <laughs> no. I have to wear something different. I've got my black and white pink on <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll come back to the gold in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we can go to the indication that we're all black, you know? <laughs> right, right, one color. <laughs> but that's how you find out. I mean, like if, if the listeners want to do an experiment, we used to do this. We would just have a wild time and fun. And we would just decide one day we're just going to completely dress in yellow and see what that was like or just completely black or com- and we would wear it maybe a whole weekend we would you know and then we would we would explore what it was that we had discovered wearing that color and for some people some people like Leslie loved the black that was her thing she loved going into that Isis temple the temple of the divine mother you know other people thought black was the scariest thing on the planet didn't want anything to do with it and thought you you would become a, an evil spider if you wore it you know so <laughs> Right. So we had really, but what was fun was sitting at the round table, exploring all the different things that people came up with. And that's why we were like, colors are holographic. Are you feeling the deficient part of it or the essential part? And then we could help each other through the different stages of finding our Holy Grail. Right. It's, it was so much fun. I, I actually, I do that with my, in my workshops, mm. I will, you know, we'll have a, a different themes different colors. And I will invite everybody to wear those colors. And it just brings in a whole different feeling. You know, it's it's really magical. And uh, the the last one we did was orange. And you know what happens in orange, you can't Mm -hmm. can't shut people up. They're blah, 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 blah. And it's just the funniest thing, because people they're so creative, you know, and, and they're bringing all kinds of yummy dishes to eat. And there's the nutrition, nourishment, the nurturing, I mean, a warmth, cinnamon, nutmeg, you know, fall, autumn, it was, just, it was incredible. And, you know, the, the rebirthing element. So things happened that really, you know, people walked out feeling a release of emotional trauma. It's funny. It's a, it's a color you don't see very often in the world. If you think you don't see orange cars and orange is such a wonderful color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember Vicki Wall used to call it the Humpty Dumpty, put it all back together again, color, right? <laughs> we are right. right. <laughs> we have that, that, that there's that phrase. I got to get it together. I got to pull it together. <laughs> right. People don't realize that, you know, they go, well, what, ha-? well, you're a little, you know, you're a little uh, fragment there. You're kind of scattered. You're kind of scattered and you don't know where things are. And it's, it's interesting because I actually told a story of a, a very dear friend of mine who, um, who used to, to, uh, we used to live in the same area and he was, um, at, uh, he was, a, a born again, Christian, just sweetest guy. He was in choir, he had a beautiful voice. We would get together all the time and, um, and for his birthday and he's Leo. And for his birthday, I had him choose an oracle, big one, eight by 10, the laminated ones. And he chooses orange one. And he says, what does this have to do with me? And I said, well, it actually has to do everything with you. I said, right now, it's a very emotional time for you. I could already feel it coming through his 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 field. And I said, there's something coming up. There's a, 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 there's a new alignment that wants to happen so that you feel emotionally clear about taking the next uh, taking a direction with a company that he was, you know, thinking about going into. I said, so this is, this is all part of you literally pulling it together. And he says, ah. so, and he says, well, okay. I mean, it, okay. So he goes home and he, I, I, he texted me the next day and I said, did you use your Oracle? And he says, no, he says, um, but I'm feeling really shattered right now. 
there's the language. And so we went into a session. He started using his oracle. The next day, he made a decision to not go with this company because a week later, he was offered something for three times as much. His soul was already telling him. Mm-hmm. Pulled it in. It pulled it all in. And it was being very clear through the sound waves of the orange and the fact that he was gazing at the oracle, he was contemplating it, and then he put it behind his crown. So what what I am blown away with over the past three decades of working with colors is that behind or within all of them is this wisdom. That's why this is wisdom of the ages. There's a, a wonderful... I usually experience it as a golden buttery light, but other people you know, might experience a different way. But it it's something that holds us through this whole lifetime and into the next world even. Mm-hmm. And I think the power of this work is getting in touch with our wisdom, our wisdom that's connected to all wisdom traditions. It's connected to the all that is. God got us all that is. So it's it's there. It's there for us. But it's so empowering. This work is so empowering. And I, and, you know, when it just put it out there in a world that's dealing with being shattered, you know, that we can actually get our orange crayon and just do a little etch right around our etheric field and put ourselves back together again so that we can be magical beings, those wonderful supports for this world that we're standing in right now and bring the loving light here. So, Leslie, we've gone past our time. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll tell you what. I tell you what, why don't we do another one? Okay. 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 Yes. I'd love to. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Let's just do it. Okay. So let everybody know where they can get hold of you. Okay. Uh, The two places. The first one is Leslie Sloan Intuitive, L-E-S-L-I-E-S-L-O-A-N-E, intuitive.com. And that is where you can book sessions with me and find out more about me. And then Oracle Healing Cards, it's A-U-R-A-C-L-E healingcards.com and that's where the oracle healing cards the chakra healing cards and the sound of creation oracles can be purchased along with workshops and all these other yummy things i love it all right so we'll to be continued then so thank you thank you for your wisdom and thank you to everyone who has joined in as well may your lives be filled with colorful magic <laughs> you've been listening to ann kate sullivan host of wisdom of the ages and if you want to view my magical books or find out more about my unique expression of creative magic please visit annkatesullivan.com and it's a-y-n-c-a-t-e-s sullivan.com so until we meet again may wisdom reveal its secrets to you one message or even one color at a time many blessings Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.